I believe that it's possible to self-publish to the same quality and standard as traditional publishing. Welcome to the 1100 Project with me, Stuart White, author and founder of WriteMentor. I want to see if it's possible for me to self-publish, sell 1,000 copies of my book and get 100 reviews within 12 months. You'll be able to follow my progress via this podcast. My debut middle grade novel, Ghosts of Mars, is due for publication on the 16th of January, 2023. The publishing landscape is changing and I'm ready to take a different path. Hello and welcome to the 1100 Project with me, Stuart White. This podcast, as you know, is going to be charting the progress of me self-publishing my novel and releasing it in January 2023. I am honoured today to be joined by uh, Jennifer Jameson, who uh, did the cover illustration for my book. And I know that many of you have probably seen the cover reveal on on Twitter and Instagram recently uh, for that. So you'll hopefully know the one I'm talking about. And what I'll do as well is if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll edit in a little image of the cover um, onto the screen just now. So you can you can have a look at that as well. And um, I'll put it I'll put a link to it in the the, co- the the notes below the the podcast as well, if you're just listening. So you get a chance to have a wee look at that. So yes, I'm with Jennifer uh, Jameson today. Um, do you prefer Jennifer or Jen? Oh, uh, Jen's fine for, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for this, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, actually, <laughs> Jennifer's formal I, and then just... Yeah, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made the mistake actually when I was... Um, when I was uploading the cover and stuff to the book um, of just putting Jen Jameson at first because yeah. when we've been dialoguing, it's always just been Jen. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, actually. And then I had to look at how you've been listed and other things and it's all Jennifer. And I, so yeah, I had to go I'm back trying and to change it. Up. I'm trying to change it to Jennifer just because Jameson's so long. I was like, well, Jennifer is long. It just looked, I just thought it looked good as a, because otherwise Jen is really short and I don't know. And it's probably causing a lot more, a lot of trouble being <laughs> Jennifer because then it's too long for like a Twitter handle. So I've already just quite completely shot myself in the foot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it, to have that. That, um, that aesthetic balance, isn't it, between the first mm. and second name? I think with yeah. a similar length. Exactly. Yeah, and it's my it's my married name, um, and I haven't changed anything like legally. But I just thought like the double J just sounded quite cool. So I was like, well, I'll just do that. So I'm literally like just for just for books and, and everything else, and so that's causing a lot even more even more confusion. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's nice literally. I don't know. It's brilliant. Um, it's it's literally like a superhero alter ego name, isn't it? Yeah. Jennifer Jameson. <laughs> yeah. You know, they they, they all tend to be uh, double first lettered. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's quite a cool it's quite a cool name to have. So uh, yeah, Jen. Um, how did you get into illustration initially? Then what what drove you to to choose that as a, a career and as something you wanted to pursue? Um. Well, I only chose I actually started doing children's books really recently it's kind of been a changing career since um the pandemic uh before that I was a well I studied well I did a when I first studied I did biology so I did a biology degree which um (laughs) which I loved but I didn't I spent did some like uh so I some yeah like a year working in industry in a lab and I just when my when my uh, supervisor said yeah I think we're gonna have to redo all this uh, all these uh, experiments with someone else next year I thought okay maybe like a year work like life working in the lab isn't for me <laughs> I don't think it's I think I'm cut out for this but I um and so I then went and did like a um a college course in doing graphic design because that's what I always really wanted to do like something something creative and I had looked into how you could use both of these uh these things that I loved because I love biology and I loved uh being creative and like designing and stuff and so I got a job I studied in Manchester and got a job at an agency that did um 
you know, created stuff, design stuff for like pharmaceutical companies. And I was like, this is brilliant because this is kind of joining the two together. But then I realized it was actually kind of the worst bit of like, it was the, you know, pharmaceutical companies and, um, and then designing like graphs and stuff. It was kind of the worst bit of both of these jobs. So I didn't, I didn't stay there. I stayed for very long, but it was a really lovely agency that I worked, that I worked at with great people and I learned loads. Um, and so I was just studied, did a lot of, I, I did a lot of web design and um, and uh, designing apps and things for startups and, and like traveled around a little bit. And then when I had my kids, uh, I had my, my daughter's like six and a half. And at that point, I started doing, a, I'm doing a lot, still doing a lot of design, but doing design for kids. Like I've got a few, well, and like novelty stuff. I've got like, no, I would design, I got a job at a packaging place designing like novelty, uh, like night lights and things like that. And I realized like, okay, I think this is like, I think this is much more my, my area, like doing, doing stuff for, for kids and doing things that like that just like that are a little bit more fun with like, you know, different, this like uh, bright colors and that sort of stuff rather than the slick cool websites that I had been doing that I just hadn't really felt like I'd found found my thing and um and so and then I got some really great clients designing socks oh I should have got some socks uh so and um designing candles and that kind of stuff so really cute like like uh um oh I think I got some of the candles um have I oh they're in that box but never mind yeah don't worry I I, um and uh, yeah so I was just designing like nice um nice things for gifts and uh and um packaging for uh kids stuff and then when the pandemic hit uh I'd actually just right at the sort of January um 2020 I'd started thinking I really I'd signed up to a to an illustration course because I thought I really do want to like learn how to do like proper illustration the sort of illustration that I was doing was stuff that um that like no one would come to me be like oh I love your style I want you to do this like they would just be like oh you're a designer that does that does this sort of thing okay this this is my mood board I want you to do what we want so it was kind of like the other way around and I decided I was like for some reason I was like this year is going to be the year that I develop I figure out exactly what it is that I want to do and people will come to me for that and so I signed up to an editorial art course and like you know I, and I set up my Instagram the Jen Jameson Instagram and I was like just it's just I have no idea what it's going to be and then in March the pandemic hit as we all remember and all my work all my clients my graphic design clients all sort of disappeared because no one you know shops were closed factories in China were closed there was no there was no one they um Actually, I had well, I had one client that did kids um, activity books. They then they were doing really well because everyone's kids were home. They're like, give us activity books, and um, so that was. Uh, but most of my work completely disappeared, and um, we'd gone up to before like they they uh, they locked everything down. We'd gone up to my parents um because they were like come, if you come up now or uh, or we won't be <laughs> or, or don't come up at all. We don't want to see you till it's all over. And um, so we'd gone up and. Um, and both, yeah, both my husband's freelance as well. And obviously the kids' schools all closed. And so we went up to stay with my mum and dad. And I'd, at that point, I decided um, that I want to, that I, I want to try and do if with some, some, a little bit of free, extra free time that I had when I wasn't, wasn't with the kids, I'll try and do some illustration stuff. And also just to keep me like, feel like I was kind of still doing something. Cause it's, you know, I feel like, especially if you're if you work for yourself you kind of need to feel like you're doing something don't you I feel like I feel like that quite a lot even when even when everything was shut down and so uh and it that coincided with the 100 day project which happens it happened that year in April and um 
And I decided then the 100 day project is when you can do whatever you want for 100 days, do it every day and anyone can get involved. You could write like, you know, a short poem if you want. You could take a photo, you can sew something like absolutely whatever you want. And you just want to see the consistency of doing it every day. And I decided I was going to draw people because I wanted to get better at drawing people because I hadn't ever really ever drawn people at all. So I just got, first of all, I reached out to my friends and they sent me pictures of what they were doing in their, um, in their lockdown, in their lockdown. And um, that became my project, just like different people, different people's sort of lockdown lives. And, uh, and that's, and so I was just drawing people every day. And um, that kind of made me realize that that's what I wanted to do. So um, yeah, and then I've, I, um, my at that point that project was sort of got what got me kind of you know, like sort of giving giving me a good body of work enough for an agent an illustration agency to notice me and get in touch which kind of like made the decision like for me that like children's illustration was what I should do and that's kind of so so did uh, it was plum agency who who reached did they reach out to you was it yeah it was in june so i'd been doing the um project it started in April I think it was day 72 um which was because it was my birthday um oh I have the picture can I I'll get the picture yeah 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 go for it. it oh I'm excited to see this and and if you're watching this on YouTube as well we've seen the background I think those are some of Jen's illustrations uh, on the the wall behind her as well so I know uh, I, I was just saying for those who are watching it on YouTube they'll, they'll have seen maybe some of your illustrations behind you as well yeah or... some of those some of those are mine yeah I can yeah. Point, some, point some things out um this one is uh the one that I posted on that day because it was my birthday and so it was of me and my daughter I thought I'd do one do it uh, one of us because obviously most of the days I was finding other people that were involved um but yeah on that on that day because it was my birthday so I'll do a picture of me and my daughter and um, that was the day that I that my agent who then became my agent got in touch with me and uh and um just yeah asked me to uh to set up a call and see if I wanted to wanted representation so it was oh amazing really, really good birthday <laughs> yeah yeah I know and it's a beautiful drawing as well um it was one of the things actually when um when I initially put the shout out for for looking for an illustrator and you said that you'd be interested and I had to look at all your work and so on um I, like that's that's the thing that really drew me to all of your portfolio was the the fact that they're all um person related a lot of illustrators you know the, the focus very much on the background the scenery and so on but it was it was your people and the way you drew them that that really drew me to to your work yeah um thank you yeah so that's kind I of think, i think all, all that practice you got in that yeah, project there really that, paid off yeah that project really helped me sort of um yeah do practice the work and made me realize that not just that it was good but I actually really enjoy doing it and I the fact that I like I'm still doing still doing that and finding ways to sort of draw people and draw people interacting it's what I really enjoy doing so it's it's yeah it's, it turned out that it was a good idea to do that project it's great oh fantastic and it's really it's really nice to hear um where people have come from um and get get an appreciation of that because I guess um a lot of people maybe just assume you know, you've been drawing all your life, you, you know, that was always the career that you were destined for and, and so on. So it's nice to hear all the, the little bits and pieces. And um, mm. interestingly enough, I, I also um, did a biology degree. Oh, did um, you? Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> so when you were saying that, I was like, oh, similarities there. Cause, um, yeah. and I, I, but I ended up sticking with it. I'm a, I'm a biology teacher now. So. Oh, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think I could be a teacher. I couldn't always yeah. cut out for teaching. <laughs> Um, but, I, but I think, bio, like, I think biology is uh, for the, I've always thought that 
from all the sciences, biology is there's something about it that I think is quite it's creative and it's about life and it's about problem solving and it's so like for me as an illustrator I, I always like when I was studying for my exams I, you know everything was drawing it was I was just drawing like life cycles drawing like things like I just thought that was it was very visual for me and um and and the way that it's just about sort of everything to do with life I think it, it is something that a lot of people probably like biology as well as other things because it's so all encapsulating isn't it but I was at, at school I was always like really arty at school I um and the bio doing the biology was it feels like a little bit of a, a detour really um just because like I don't know I mean I, I guess like you know that um it's not always been it's not always been as like easy to imagine that you can have a job doing something like this is it like now I'm like wow I can't believe how many jobs there are that if for people that enjoy drawing or creating or uh idea generation and like storytelling there's so many great jobs but you just don't really you didn't definitely didn't realize that then but I hope that you know I'd like to hope that these days it's a lot more clear to kids at school that they can yeah, it's interesting because I think, um, you know, I'll, I'll try not to get too sidetracked by this, but um, I do think it's one of the failings of schools is to encourage people to go down the arts route because it's so it's so focused on jobs um, that have stability or earn you lots of money and so on. And I know certainly mm. that, you know, the school I work at and the previous ones I've worked at, that is a, a big driving force in what kids choose to do at school and then subsequently what they choose to do at university. It's all driven by job security and and salaries and so on which yeah. which to some extent is understandable because parents want their kids to have a, a secure life and have enough money and so on um but then w what we lose from that is people who are talented artistically who maybe yeah. go down a different path and it's only as you say later on that sometimes we realize that we should maybe have gone down a, a slightly different route yeah, because it's hard to, it's, it, you, I, I do think like, oh, what would have happened if I'd just gone and tried to do, yeah, do illustration and, uh, and, uh, children's books straight away. But then you also think, well, everything that I've done in all that time is, you know, what I, that, you bring all of that to what it, whatever it is you do now, isn't it? So nothing's like time wasted. It's all, it, you know, it's just all like where you're, where you're supposed to be, I suppose. Yeah, and I guess the life experience gives you a bit of perspective and a lot of things that you might yeah. not have gotten if you'd gone straight down the artistic route. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, that's that's a, a totally new topic and slightly <laughs> diverging from what we're here to chat about. So um, let's talk a little bit about how we came to work together then and then mm -hmm. obviously what, what working together looked like. Now, for, you know, for people who are in a similar position to me, um, you know, I, I don't have an agent or um, a publisher or anything who are arranging things for me. So I'm having to do everything I'm doing on my own. Um, so for me, it was just a case of doing a, a shout out in social media. And I was mm. really lucky that um, a number of uh, great people responded, but obviously specifically you did. And I was able to, you know, then you linked to your portfolio, I was able to go and look at it and so on. And some of the, the mock covers that you did, um, they, they really, really appealed to me because they they looked a lot like how I imagined my cover would look like in terms mm -hmm. of like style and colour and so on. Um, and, th and that's obviously really important. So um, I guess for someone, and we'll, we'll flip the tables here. So I guess for someone who's a, a, an illustrator, maybe freelance or, you know, with an agency looking for more work, what could they be doing on their, their website or their portfolio to, I guess, encourage people to, to want to hire them for uh, book covers? Um, yeah, I guess I guess um, finding because you're because I've got an agent and I um, you know I hope that 
you know, they're obviously always out there getting my work in front of people, but there's so many like other places um, that you can find work. Like um, I think you posted, it was in a Facebook group. Was it the Scooby Facebook group? Yeah. yeah. So right, yeah. it's like, I think it's just so important to be out there um, yourself. Uh, like I, cause a lot of my ongoing work I've got for myself, thanks to being, having a, a presence on Instagram and Twitter and, um, and just sort of staying relevant and st- keeping and keeping everything up to date. And uh, like, I mean, because that I mean, especially is the fact that I found my agent through Instagram. I'm such a, like a massive advocate, but even though obviously it's just like, it's a full-time job and it can, or it can like really like suck the life out of you having to spend time on social media. And particularly when you're starting and you're just, you're just shout, you're just putting stuff out there and you're shouting into the void, but it, it only takes one per- it only takes one person to see to see something and for them to for them to like um you know sort of change your life really so it's it's really worth it to just keep going and keep turning up um and there's and there's uh, a like, like twitter and instagram i find like i'm sure there's i'm you know I'm sure there's probably like stuff happening on tiktok as well which <laughs> yeah. like, oh, maybe one day um but there's in, you know there's many so many other opportunities like people that are doing things outside of books like sort of animation studios that might be having a look at your work or um or just people that are looking for um like their like sort of digital assets for their website and they might want some uh, some illustrations and like startups and people like that that are um that are uh, that might not sort of think oh their my f- their first port call might be to go check an agency their their first I, their first thought might be like oh well I'll go check some hashtags on on uh, Instagram and Twitter and so there's so much more uh ways of getting work and getting in front of people and and then and even just like making those connections with someone that might not they might not get you work but they might know someone that they might you know share your work or like mention you to someone who could get you work so it's all just just about sort of uh keeping keeping a profile enough to for people to be able to find you i think it's, yeah. it seems really important these days yeah, and 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 your 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 Instagram feed is amazing. There's so, I mean, I think you. I don't know how often how often you draw. If you do it every single day or not, but um, you certainly post very regularly, and you put up uh, different different uh, sketches with different. I think there's like different hashtags and stuff over there, isn't there? Where you you take part in different challenges and so yeah, on. Yeah, there's loads of ch- the challenges are really. I'm 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 writing about that in my newsletter at the moment because I think because because of doing that the 100 day project challenge. I'm I feel like. Um, I think doing challenges are so important. We've got the the Friday Doodle Club, which is one that I set up with fr- uh, three illustrator friends, and we post a new we post a new prompt every week, and we have like the hashtag the hashtag Friday Doodle Club, and we encourage people to um, uh, we set that up based on the what we learned from doing a lot of like illustration courses to try and encourage people to have really interesting characters that are feeling emotions and doing things, and so for our our prompt we we have an adjective. Uh, a um verb and a noun to get to encourage people to yeah just to sort of come up with something really interesting just to keep portfolios really fresh because that's the sort of thing that that people like art directors and people that might want to hire you that's the kind of thing that they look for and um yeah and 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 also like joining in with things like folktale week and doing the draw this in your style challenges like you're having those using those hashtags that that lots of people will be looking at and lots of people will be following and it just will help bring more people to any more people to be able to see your work 
Yeah, and and that's interesting. Obviously, if you're an illustrator and you're listening to this, um, lots of really good tips there and ideas for for how to uh, enhance your portfolio and sort of push yourself, I guess, challenge yourself to do new things. Because I know even you know as writers, it's the same thing. You know, we um, the more we we sort of challenge ourselves and and try and you know do, do new things and so on, the better and more rounded you become as a writer yeah. overall. And I'm sure it's the same as an illustrator. Yeah, and it's nice. It's like it's um when you when you do a, a challenge for yourself, for, when you like host a challenge, it's like you're it's like a gift that you're giving the community, and you're inviting them to like you know, if you, you know if they draw it in your star challenge, you like you you kind of allowing people to sort of dissect your work and see what what techniques you use, and um so it's like you know just and it's just this it's a nice idea that we, as a as a community we all share like our right, things that we've learned and things that help us. Um, yeah. which yeah is the same as yeah with the uh the writing community with the, the things that you do yeah that's interesting it's really it's really cool to, um, to hear all this stuff so let's talk a little bit more specifically about and I know you've done a you've done a blog post about this actually um and you put it I think you put it in your newsletter too is that right yeah um about how you know the the actual stages that we, we went through as we as we worked together on the project mm-hmm. so yeah f- before we got started actually I, I should just say um if you're working with someone who um, is working on their own so without an agency obviously you would deal with them directly with all the the contract stuff and the payment stuff um, and I would think they would probably have like their their own sort of standard contract that they would use as a freelancer um, but when you're working with an agency luckily they they deal with all that side of things for you. Yeah like I have because I was freelance designer before finding my agent so I'm you know I've sort of done both um both ways and before and before I got my agent I worked on a couple of um uh, worked with a couple of self-published authors so I was doing that on my own and um uh, which is like I mean it's it, it was a like great experiences and nothing went wrong but there you know there was obviously the contract side of things which it does like it's a bit scary isn't it? and it is nice being able to just sort of having an agent I can just say like yeah talk to them about it but it can also when when you're working with self-published I've had a few self-published authors that it's been a little bit of a barrier like um they might not want to go through go through an agent and um and I try to like sort of reassure people that you know like as it was with you that the agent just sorts out like the boring stuff and then we work directly together and uh, the agent doesn't get involved at that point so like from the creative side of things we work in in collaboration very closely so uh like yeah yeah, once all that boring stuff's out of the way it's (laughs) yeah it's the fun stuff yeah and and that's quite good actually isn't it to remove that element of it because it meant when you and I were speaking it was purely about the work about the creativity rather than having to worry about the other stuff and and then obviously I I spoke with your agent independent of that about about all the other things Mm. yeah I think I think that's a nice relationship to have yeah yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that money stuff getting in the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, and, and it's one of those things, actually, and it's something I, I, I talk to people about a lot, but we shouldn't be ashamed uh, to talk about money, you know, in this industry, because uh, a lot of people are. They, they don't like... Um, they don't like talking about the fact that they get rewarded for their their talent and so on. And yeah. I, think, I think that's ridiculous. Um, I think that you know if if you if if you want to earn money for your your work and you think it's worth that, then that's fine. And mm-hmm. I don't think there should be any judgment with that. And uh, yeah. but unfortunately, uh, we have this sort of uh, society which says, "Oh, artists should be paid more." And then when they sometimes when they then get the bill in from the artist, they're like, "Oh no, that's ridiculous. I can't I can't pay that." Yeah, I think it's like fair enough. Like I understand that everyone's on a budget, and like it's the same with anything. Whenever you're hiring someone, like you can, they tell you what they're worth, and you can choose to not pay it. But you shouldn't try and tell them that actually, no, you're worth 
this, which is a lot lower than what they think. So it's like, yeah, I think it, having that respect for what for like the people actually want to kind of survive of, <laughs> of, yeah. of the job that they do all day is quite fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, let's talk about the the creative side then, um, which was which is the fun part. So I I, I believe we started off with um, me sending you. I think it was a really terrible um, Canva mock-up, of, <laughs> and I think I, I think I posted this on on Twitter actually. Uh, you know the yeah. the thing that I sent you, and then what you finished with. Um, so from there, you know, as a as an illustrator, where where do you go with that? Um, I, I think you asked me some follow up questions as well, didn't you? Um, just to get more of a feel for it, but I didn't want to be too intrusive to your you know your sort of creative process. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I think the first. Uh, it was having that vision like visual that you created for me was really helpful because it like yeah just sort of painted the picture and um, what like um, the elements that what that we wanted to be uh, included in it Um, and so so that was really helpful and then just I needed and then just getting to know more about the world that um, that, it, that the story was set in, and the character, the, the particularly the, the main character Eva, and um, and just getting to know her as a person, and um, it, that sort of helps, sort of yeah, create the whole like the sort of basic vision for what it was for what the, the cover was going to be, and then the uh, the spots for the um, for the characters as well. Yeah, so we'll just qu- we'll quickly talk about the spots actually just before we we go on to talk about the cover more. Um, now that's obviously something that um, I, I can't remember. I, I don't think I called it that. I think it was you guys that called it that. I think I just said All I right. wanted the characters to be you know individual drawings because I, I I didn't know enough about illustration to realise it was like a it had its own name. Um, All right. but, <laughs> yeah. but but you obviously asked me for a, a lot, of, and it was interesting because you asked me for for physical details for the characters, but you also asked me a bit about their personality. Um, so do you, do you want to talk a little bit about why knowing more about their personality helps with the illustration? Um, yeah, so uh, for me, for, for this project in particular, because it's not an illustrated book, so it was like the the, the visual for the characters was just this one spot illustration that um, that we that that we were creating. Um, the spot is when it's just the character or just a thing without like a lot of background. If it has a bit of background around it, then it's a vignette or obviously it can be a full spread. But for us, it was just that we were just drawing the characters. Um, and I, for me, I wanted to just show as much of the, the person of the person of the character as you could. And obviously you could have someone just standing there and um, you could, we'd be able to tell that, oh, they're wearing a spacesuit, they're tall, uh, they've got this color hair and they've got that. But then as soon as they start, you know, even just a little, like a little, change in their facial expression you're like oh they're sneaky or are they are they good are they gonna be bad what are they gonna do and then you start really you know you can the visual personality um personality can like come through so with the visuals and you can suddenly learn so much more about this character even just the get like um just the, uh, like a small change to their pose or like you know they could be they could be hunched over or they can be standing proud and all these things just tell us so much like that's what we do as people from when we're when we're you know, like tiny babies isn't it we just like we read people and we try and figure out who these people are and so for you to get you know as much as as, as the client for you to get as much as you can out of me 
I wanted to, you know, these little information and then any little props that they can have that gives clues to what they're going to do and stuff. I think that that's all, that's all like really important for, as part of my job. It's important to have that information so I can give it back to the, to the audience through the characters. Yeah. And, and from my point of view, I was um, honestly, I was blown away when, um, with how, how accurately you depicted like the stances of the characters and so on. Um, mm. So just on those those still images, you managed to encapsulate a lot about their personality. And so I guess that's the reason why it's so important that we we share that with the illustrator. Yeah, exactly. And and also as the like as the illustrator, it's it's important to know that not everyone like works the same way. Like the people might not be as they might not see it in their head, and they might not be as visual. So for you to even if you're what you end up showing them is wrong show them something do like show them doing something because then the then the client um can be like oh that's not that's not how they would stand like then they suddenly start thinking about it too and then it, that's when this like dialogue um, really helps to bring to the the um character to then start to be like well this yeah this is how they would stand and especially if you because you might not you might a lot of characters might be based on like a, a person or a type of person and then you and then you sort of start to think oh yeah well they they would sort of like be a, a bit shy and carrying over in that that conversation and that collaboration will mean that the, all those like traits that like that about this character that you've written in the way that you've written them will then start to show visually through this um through the through the illustration that that we're creating and that's why I think it's so nice to be like so collaborative with these things. Yeah, and and you really were. I, I I can't remember how many emails. Um, actually, I've got I've got the email thread here. Um, but it was a lot of there was a lot of emails, wasn't like it? Were, yeah, I know it was. It was good though because yeah. I, I really felt I really felt like um I was involved in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, as you said, sometimes with you know if you're working with a traditional publisher, the author and illustrator will will barely will barely talk about anything. You know, especially if it's um especially if it's like you know it's the cover. So um the the publisher themselves will have a big input. Mm. into the direction of it and so um their their opinion obviously maybe trumps the 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 author's opinion i know that from a few of my uh, traditionally published friends they've not necessarily had had much input so for you know for me anyway i was delighted that i, I got to 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 dialogue with you so much um in, yeah. in that regard um have you had jobs where you you haven't had that though where you've you've just had a sort of brief and you've just had to go from that um, what without the back and forth mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah 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 I think um yeah I guess you sort of like with each job is different and you sort of work out how involved people want to be and like you know, yeah you just be receptive to that like um a lot of people um well because obviously you can get people that want to completely uh, like know exactly what they want and and have have not are not open to like you know you're bringing in your own ideas and um with, you know, so it can it can, that can be that can be a little bit difficult because as a as a creative you want to you want to be involved because you can bring a lot more to the table than just the, the physically the hand that's gonna like draw it um and then and then also there's I've had clients that like like I mean I don't know it's hard you like it's just they've just sort of been like yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah sure that's 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 it and you'd like is it is it it because I just nailed it or is it it because yeah. you just want something and you just want it gone I don't know <laughs> so it's I know <laughs> yeah that you just wonder about with the you know the traditional publishing machine because they are dealing with so many books at one time yeah if you know if, if that if the you know the 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 conversation that you could have it loses something maybe 
you know, you, there's maybe something lost there, and you know, and you, you've obviously done your your best work as an illustrator, and they've they've given you a brief. But you know, the, I think the dialogue brings out even more than what you would do just if you were left to your own devices. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's difficult. It's it's different with different projects. Like there's some that I'm working. I'm working with an art director and I'm like, oh, this is great because I like, you know, like the same way as working with you was great because when you're, when you're sat in your, like, you know, in your spare room all day on your own, like it's so lonely and just what, just like whoever it is to be working with, with someone in a collaboration is just like, I love it so much. And I, and it's great to, so when I'm working with publishers and I've got, there's an art director who's, and we all, everyone just wants it to be the best it can be. And everyone's bringing in their own, their own ideas and their own expertise um then that's yeah that's really great um and I really like that and uh yeah so as long as you're if you're working with other people as long as it's not someone that's just bringing up more like more barriers and obstacles then it's a and then it's a it's a good process it's when when things start to get because you you kind of you hope that there's like a like well it's not it can't always be linear but in terms of the job you want you know you want to agree like the rough the rough sketch and everyone to agree on that and then to yeah like, and then to go through like the color and any of all these sort of checkpoints that you've got you kind of want those to go in order and without having to like suddenly go back and like redoing everything again because that's when like your things start the, the, the cogs start falling apart and the and, and there's uh, this big machine that you're a part of is just you realize it's not working so well but um so I think yeah who, whoever you're working with as long as you're you're all collaborating and like respecting the different like roles that everybody has then it's like it can be a good experience yeah yeah and I, I definitely felt like that throughout the you know, whole time we were going back and forth so just um, if anyone is wondering what the the actual illustrations look like, you know, throughout the process, definitely check out Jen's um, her her newsletter and her previous newsletter. I think it was was it in September you sent that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back in September. So if you if they sign up for news your newsletter, will they be able to see the previous editions as well? Yeah, if you go, yeah. I'm on Substack, so all of the um, it's it they're all of my previous. If you click the link in my um in my bio on Instagram or on, on or on Twitter, it goes to my link tree, and you can see my the link to my Substack, and it's got all my all my newsletters there. So I talk about I talk about that one, and then uh yeah, just a little bit about the about the uh, the process of a few other things and and like art challenges I've been talking about as well at the moment. If any illustrators or even like I had like like authors that you know because it um art challenges like you know I've had people that don't it's not just for people that want a career in illustration it's for anyone that's you know art, art is such a nice hobby to have so it's for anyone that wants to just kind of have a go at, at doing at drawing things yeah and it's, it's well worth it. I'm obviously going to check out our newsletter because not only do we talk about this process um as she says as Jen says there's so much more uh, there as well and the illustration world seems it just seems so uh, nice and friendly I don't know if it's always like that but um, that's the impression I get from from having a look at your feed and so on everyone's <laughs> very whenever you post something on Instagram every, you know the amount of comments you get on it um and, and they're all lovely as well is, is really oh, nice it's really nice to so, see yeah it's such that's like I think you need that everyone just like clings to each other because it's like like, yeah everyone's so nice and we're all like everyone's just trying to do the like get, everyone's just trying to um you know make it in the world and and we and being able to help people and like knowing that yeah people that like have helped me and like just you know giving me a shout out and stuff it's so nice to be able to help other people as well so we're all kind of just like yeah trying to figure out, out how, to, <laughs> how to get through 
Yeah, and and the other thing I was wanting to mention as well is obviously uh, doing an illustrated cover. It doesn't just involve the actual illustration. Um, there's a lot more to it. You know, things like working out uh, bleeds and trim sizes, and you know, putting the text on. You know, for the for the title, the you know, the author's name, um, the the back cover information. Um, there's there's so much um more to the to the illustrator's job than just the actual you know the creative drawing part of it as well. Um, is that something that you had to learn on your own, or is it something? That you learned as part of your course that you did? Um, well, for me, I really I enjoy that bit because because I've got a, my background is in design. And so I these are things that I'm kind of familiar with. Like for me as a designer, I, it was it was I'd been working with other people's illustrations and the end lens setting the type and uh, setting the bleed and things. And um, and I would always be like, oh, I wish I, why can't I be the one that like does the illustrations too? And so now that I, now that I'm an illustrator and now I've, I, now I've even got jobs where like a lot of the covers, the covers that I've done, because I've like, when I've done the, um, the rough sketch, um, the illustration I've kind of like I've designed it at the same time because because for me I do both it's hard for me to see where the line is and I'm obviously accidentally stepping on people's toes at, at, in, in some occasions when I'm working with a team but then a, a lot of the time they've like they've liked what I've decided and I've and then and so I've designed it all and they and then like they sent it to the designer who's like had so had feedback and things like that which is great because I want to like learn I don't because I don't have a um other than like the covers that you've seen I did I never had like a job at working in publishing as a designer I've just but I just obviously enjoy they'd like enjoy designing and um so for me that was yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that and um and now and it, but at the same time when I do just do the illustration and send it off and someone else designs it it's kind of like it's quite that makes me that's quite good as well because I'm like yeah like it means like I'm a, I am officially an illustrator <laughs> I've like you know crossed over um but yeah for working on this project like it really uh, it was really nice to be able to you'd sort of do the whole to do the whole lot because like it, they do all the elements do have to work together and for me like and obviously when you're an illustrator you're always thinking like okay tech space where's this gonna go where's this gonna go but I could physically design the um you know I had a vision in my head of what I wanted to do with the type and so what making that work with the illustration and everything it was nice to just do all of that all kind of you know in parallel yeah and and obviously um everyone who's who's seen it um would agree it's absolutely stunning um we had the the cover reveal didn't we and oh I can't remember the date now it was in September though um yeah and and it was so well received both oh, on yeah. and Instagram and Twitter I mean I, I I think I I literally spent the entire day just replying to people and saying um you know it, it thank you and you know we're you know we're, we're both so pleased with it and blah 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 yeah. um how how was how that for you is it a nice feeling when it gets revealed yeah it was so nice yeah because I've never really had like yeah not really had the uh cover reveal especially like you know but my and had my like and my twitter sort of like buzzing all day it was so that was really nice and I, I said to you tonight that I was on a I was on a um on a narrow boat with my uh, <laughs> with my my brother come over from the states I was on a, on, a, on this narrow boat with my phone like buzzing it was uh, <laughs> it was bizarre but it was really nice yeah it was so great to see like uh to see so many people like yeah coming out to say say what the, that they like the that they like the book and like you know I see it feels like everyone's really really excited to get hold of it yeah yeah and 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 for me that that was one of the most important things um 
you know, a lot of people who have followed this podcast are people who maybe are considering self-publishing themselves at some point. And mm. and for me anyway, um, I think the getting the, the quality of the cover as high as it can be is probably the most important thing you can do when you're self-publishing. And I say that, you know, knowing the, the old adage that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but yeah, absolutely everyone, everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so if your cover, like, and I've, I have seen, um, you, you know, and, and you'll, people will have recognized this too i have seen covers that have been self-published where like the person's tried to do the cut co- the cover on canva or they've like clip art or something you know something similar to that and yeah. and you can really see the difference whereas i genuinely feel with mine not only does it it, it stack up alongside you know the the traditionally published books um i actually think that in some ways it, it stands out even more from them and you know and that's my hope is that uh, when it when it's finally published and you know maybe it, it does get on a few bookshelves or whatever that it will sit there not just proudly and um fitting in with the other ones but it will actually stand out um and that was that was so important to me and, and you really delivered on that for me yeah oh, I'm so glad yeah that's that's a that's really good to hear because I guess that yeah the way as for for you as the uh as the with someone that's got a clear vision and that's what you want like I guess that if you were to, you have to sacrifice quite a lot of that if you're go- if you choose to go down a traditional publishing route, don't you? You'd have to kind yeah. of let go of that now. Whereas you were able to hold on to that, and it's like, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to, um, uh, yeah, create something together that that uh, like sort of meets that meets those expectations. So that's really good because it's yeah, because yeah, often you can get a good um, because you can yeah you can often get a good illustrator and um, but then they might not be willing or confident or able to, because for me, like what I, what I did with your type, I was only able to do that because I had like, even, even if someone like um, is good with typography, you need to have the software to do that. Like, and it's that, yeah, like Adobe software is really expensive. So someone who's not a designer might, might not have it. So they might not, they can't Canva might be all that, all that's available. And then like, just for, but just by the fact that you physically can't like whatever you're imagining in your head is just so hard to translate it when you haven't got the right tools to do it so um yeah. there are yeah there like there are a lot of barriers but then if you are a, if you are an author and you've got an illustrator that's not confident you can then hire another person to design to finish the design there's like book like freelance book designers that will if you're worried about that the type is going to let down like you've got a really lovely illustrator and you don't want the type to let it down then you can definitely reach go to somebody else who's confident doing the doing the formatting and the and um creating a nice like title for you and stuff yeah yeah no it's it, it, honestly like it, like I've, I've so enjoyed working with you and um I've, I've actually asked you to do a couple of extra uh bits of illustration as well which is exciting um, <laughs> um and i'll i'll uh, obviously I'll, I'll show people when it's ready and yeah uh, when we're, <laughs> we're both happy. yeah yeah when we're both happy with it um there's no rush on that because the the book's not out for another three months but um yeah so excited about that because we've um you did two of the the team but there's actually in the book there's four that make up uh the, the team yeah. um so we've got the other two been drawn at the moment so i'm um, excited to share them at some point as well so um just to finish off then for for you personally jen what's what is um what are your hopes and aspirations uh, as an illustrator? What are you hoping that over the next sort of five to 10 years, uh, your work starts to look like? Would you like to do more middle grade covers? Would you like to do more in the, the sort of chapter book, picture book end? Would you like to do uh, middle grades with illustrations inside uh, the book? Or, would, or is there something else that you're interested in? Yeah, I feel like um, 
middle grade is definitely the area like that because I'm constantly my feedback that I always get is like um your characters are like your characters are Oh, like oh, appeal to older older kids like then um which is like funny because I've got like a four-year-old and a six-year-old but that I seem to be like I just seem to naturally draw um like my characters just that old look older and um and like like the actual characters look like they're older and also they they're characters that will appear to older age, age group and like for my like couple of couple of years that I've been doing this I kind of have sort of learned that you just need to like lean into these things and um and not try and fight against what against what you naturally do because that's when like you can I, I think that you can tell and often other people can tell that what you're doing isn't like authentic and so um as soon as you start just trying out because um because there's always this idea that you have to just you know I'm an artist and I have to just do what like what I want to do and like and um and that often like you might end up just doing yeah what like you think you want to do and and it's and as soon as you start like just taking in taking in what people say and making little tweaks and realizing like it's because as soon as I started doing that and I was obviously lucky that I had well I was lucky that I had an agent from early very early on who was kind of giving me like this from the market like how, how to make my work marketable they were telling me little things um so in one way that was obviously like gold dust really amazing to have these professionals that were giving me this, this advice and um steering me in a direction that they thought that my work could be could be sellable um but then also at the same time I I was learning and growing and under like a sort of with with this pressure to create sellable work so it was kind of like a double-edged sword in that sense but like you know I I just sort of kept going and uh kept wanting kept wanting to get better and and create better work and um and through that, it's made me realise how much I love doing um, characters for middle grade. And uh, and luckily now uh, it's paying off because I'm working. That seems to be like what I'm mainly working on. And also, also picture books um, that are for older kids as well and like nonfiction things. And especially like nowadays, there's so like nonfiction books are like really, there's so many, like there's so many opportunities in nonfiction, isn't there? They're like really nice ones, like things that... Um, you know like learning like and things about emotions and like how you're feeling and then also help like helping kids um just you know like learning like life skills and that sort of stuff people are like there's a real push for that sort of book which is aimed a little bit the ones that I'm doing are aimed a little bit older so that's nice and um and also but yeah because I realized that I wanted to get into uh middle grade work and I was uh kind of like steering my portfolio towards into this direction um I was my agents kind were kind of encouraging me to try they're like well you know write your own story and so I've been that's why I've been like <laughs> using using right mentor to help me with that and uh so I'm attempting to do a bit of writing myself with, with it with the sort of ethos of like you know create if I want work I can create my own work to do you know, I can create my own stories to illustrate and uh so that's the that's the sort of at the moment that's where I've kind of reached it that's what I'm reaching for just more getting more definitely getting more uh covers like the like the one that I've done with you because that was yeah that was brilliant and yeah and the any sort of middle grade books that have like do yeah like black and white illustrations inside that kind of thing that's the that's the area that I'm 
that it's that I'm focusing on at the moment which uh because I think it's I found also that it's like quite good to have a little bit of a focus because there's yeah otherwise you're kind of sort of flailing about everywhere so having that sort of focus is is like starting to pay off for me now so which is good because it's also a little bit risky to focus in onto one area so I'm glad that it's paying off yeah well you definitely got the talent um and i'll definitely be recommending you to anyone who asks me uh, for, a, <laughs> for a suggestion for an illustrator um and we, can people just contact you through your agency plum agency yeah yeah um but, uh yeah my you can contact them through the agency they just they got a nice new shiny website and it's very easy to find to find the email address to my direct agent who's who was called maddie so uh yeah if you go on to plum if you go on to my my uh, portfolio on the plum website or if you go onto my website i've got uh, a link to contact there more to contact me Uh, so whichever you prefer yeah Cool. I hope you get a lot more work in the middle grade area because it certainly um, deserves to based upon what I've seen so far. And and you've been a real pleasure to work with throughout uh, this entire project. And hopefully, if I write um, any more middle grade books, then you'll you'll work with (laughs) me on those. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Perfect. (laughs) So thanks so much for joining me, Jen. And um, that's the end of episode seven of the 1100 project. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate every one of you who makes it all the way through one of my monologued episodes and gets to the very end. So if you've got this far, well done. And just know that I appreciate that you are sticking with it all the way through. If you want to find out more about me or about my book, you can go to stuartwhiteauthor.co.uk or you can catch me up on social media. All of my handles are Stuart White WM. So if you go to Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you'll find me there as Stuart White WM. I'll see you all over there. And don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel so that you can catch all the future episodes or to subscribe on your podcast provider to make sure that you get all of the new episodes straight to your device. You can also sign up to my newsletter, which is in the text below, and that will enable you to get the first look and insights into the journey. Thanks again for listening.